Bet Saratoga this summer with Naira Bets, the official betting partner of Saratoga Racecourse. New customers that sign up today receive a bonus match on their first deposit up to $200 with promo code SPA. Go to nyrabets.com for details and sign up today. Amazing, says some guy. These men have changed broadcasting forever. The Don, Tony, and Kevin Castle Show. Oh, yeah, you know, just, uh, oh, no, I can't afford Skype. I don't know, the, the, the baseball analogy. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, I just think, uh, well, Yaki I don't speak Japan, and you f***ing people. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, just, uh, f*** you, DT. Batista's pretty f***ing sexy, and, uh, did I mention Roman Reigns gives me a boner, and, uh, yeah, uh, 1980s baseball and wrestling was better than anything else. <laughs> Dontony.com July 22nd, 2019, uh, Raw Reunion is in the books. I am Don Tony, and welcome to this edition of the Don Tony and Kevin Castle Show. Join along with me as always. Kev Castle, what's up, DT, on this still kind of hot summer New York night? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we're supposed to be in the 70s tomorrow. Yesterday and the day oh, before, we were God. in the 100s. Oh. And I've been swamped with claims, business claims. A lot of oh, restaurants, yeah. uh, a pizzeria, the power went out, and some yeah. of the compressors mm-hmm. never came back on. So I've been watching Raw and doing paperwork and getting other stuff done at the same time. It has been nonstop since about 7.30 this morning. So, Shit. yeah, we're going to give everybody uh, a very quick show tonight. There's not a plethora of wrestling news breaking in the meantime. But I will say this uh, before we talk about Raw Reunion. Number one, shout out to all the esteemed reporters and podcasters out there who claim their sources up until as recent as last week that Sasha Banks was confirmed July 22nd, blah, 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 when all in reality they saw was a pitcher. Online advertising her for Raw. Uh, maybe, maybe they met her picture was confirmed. Yeah, maybe the picture was confirmed. They um, <laughs> it was confirmed that she was in the picture, see? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was funny. And the second thing is, I got a kick out of this. Um, you know, I was hoping tonight would be, pun intended, totally Bella free. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody pointed out to me that the Bellas did comment on Twitter that they would not be there tonight. Well, let me let me explain everybody. And this is not personal against the Bellas. I have nothing personal against them. I just don't like them as characters. They're, they're not as important in women's wrestling history as they think they are, and a lot of other people insist that they are. Um, yes, she's their role models. Yes, there are a lot of girls, especially that uh, you know want to follow their footsteps. Totally respect that. 
But the one thing about the Bellas is they will never pass up an opportunity to, especially Nikki, to make her value higher as yep. much as possible. Every little fart about every little thing from fucking wine to fucking babies and sex and all whatever it is. When they post a general tweet today that they're not appearing, I will almost bet the ranch. I have no sources. I didn't confirm it, but I will bet the ranch that they were not invited, and I will tell you why. Because if they were invited and could not go, um, they would have said and told the world, look, everybody, we would love to be there. We were invited to go. But the fact of the matter is we can't be there and we're sorry. We're, you know, we really thank WWE for the offer, blah, 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 blah. Nothing of that was said. And when they just say, no, we're not going to be there, if they turned it down... <laughs> for something other than travel, sorry. then they would respectfully say, you know, look, you know, sorry, but, you know, because of prior commitments or, you know, personal thing, they couldn't make it. Um, but the fact that they just tweet, no, we're not going to be there, chances are they were not invited. Are you okay. surprised that we didn't even have... Uh, a segment with The Rock, especially with his movie now, fucking Hobbs and whatever? I was going to say knobs and sags, but that would be the nasty boys, right, T.T.? Yeah. Um, I think it's Hobbs and chat room. Help me out. What's the name of the movie? Well, you know, Hobbs and... I don't know. Hobbs and, Hobbs, and Reigns. Hobbs, <laughs> Hobbs and Reigns. You know. <laughs> Hedges and O'Malley from Naked Gun. Remember? Hobbs and Shaw. Thank you very Hobbs much. Hobbs and Shaw. Thanks, guys. I really have never seen a Fast and Furious movie. I'm not even kidding. Um, uh, there was a few people not there. I mean, obviously, yeah, the Bellas, I think you're right, have to make like they're more important than what they are. I don't know why they you know, couldn't make a, you know, uh, an appearance if they really wanted to. Um, some people were saying because John Cena was there and he'd be uncomfortable. That's just, I don't, ah, I don't know what's going on there. But, um, I mean, look, you know, they had people who were not the biggest factors on Raw tonight that were there. And, and DT, one thing you got to say, you looked at that stage, everybody looked pretty fucking happy to be there. I don't know what you're going to say about the show itself or well, what your feelings what did you are. Think it, about the, what do you think about the show? I liked it, you know, I'm, I, and I don't care if I'm on the other end of a lot of people I'm friendly with in the podcasting world who I saw. And I was having some fun tonight, just saying some stupid things, but I was for ha-has, uh, having fun with people on a Discord chat and stuff. Um, overall, for real, I enjoyed it. I thought it was okay. It was it was a throwback. So, it was retro. So let me, and, get, let me get this straight. So you told mm-hmm. everybody online that it sucked. But now you no, 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 no. I was making fun of certain people. I'm not. No, I was making fun of I know. I know you were. That's I want to make that I want to make that clear. I don't want to I don't want to accuse you of lying. No, 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 no. I put LOLs. I like seeing call me fucking sentimental as I get older. I like seeing Melina and Jillian looking like they were happy to be invited back and happy to be there and dancing and you know, uh, dancing with Eric Bischoff, they look like they were having a good time. I'm an old wrestling fan. I know that there is a kinship and a brotherhood and a sisterhood between these wrestlers. I thought Austin's in-ring speech was excellent, by the way. I mean, I know we're going backwards. We're going to the end here. But I enjoyed seeing. You saw Mark Henry was tearing up. I, I, These guys love each other. And Raw hasn't been that great. I get it. I get it. But the camaraderie is really there between Rob Van Dam looked like he was happy to be there. Why can't I enjoy that? Is that a crime? You know, what I mean, I thought it, I thought it was good. I don't care if I take you for it. Well, I, I'll say this: um, my overall take on it is simple. 
a lot of people out there, um, and if people have noticed, I haven't used the term goofy podcaster on Twitter for about two weeks almost. I have a bet yeah. with someone that I could go to the end of July without doing <laughs> it. But, you know, there were a lot of people out there, I think, that forgot that 99% of the people coming for the reunion were not actually going to wrestle. So right. I, I I don't understand what people thought they were going to be doing. Um, the the only person that really got we we thought was going to be the most physical was Mick Foley, but as you could see, Mick Foley because of his age and they're not going to take any chances. They're not going to have Bray Wyatt execute his finisher on Foley. That is why Wyatt did the Mandible Claw instead. Some right. people immediately, oh, Bray Wyatt's going to start doing the Mandible Claw. No, it was Mick no. Foley protecting him. They wanted to do something. Um, notice how Balor didn't come out to the rescue of you know, Foley. Or, mm-hmm. And this is what I talked about last week, that you know he was going to start randomly attacking people. But getting back to the, to the Raw reunion... You know, I, I'm going to say this with the utmost respect because I know some of our fellow podcasters are friends and websites and even listeners out there, patrons, non-patrons alike. But this is the thing that people, I honestly, <coughs> I honestly don't know what will ever satisfy you. And if you don't like the revival wrestling on TV, if you don't like the Viking Raiders wrestling on TV. If you don't like the Natty Becky feud on TV, if you don't like the impromptu restarts on TV, if you don't like that they keep bringing back nostalgia and the legends, if you don't like any of that, then why did you tune in today? I, I Do you need to be tweet fucked? Is that what it is? Do you feel left out if you decide you're going to go play video games instead? If you want to go fucking watch a different show, watch reality, are you afraid? Are you that lonely that if you go on social media and say, hey, everybody, I'm watching fucking NBC. Yay, because WWE just not good anymore. And then what <laughs> happens? Nobody responds to you because everybody's watching WWE anyway. So you bitch and you complain and you say all this stuff and I'm reading it and reading it and reading it and I'm saying to myself why are you watching? And I and I figured it out because if you watch anything else on Monday night no one else is going to talk to you. No one else is going to socialize with you. So unless you just watch some internet porn especially if you live in your parents house and if they're in the next room it's going to be very very hard for you to fucking undo your underoos and start whacking off and grabbing a tissue and then they hear the bed shaking go because you're whacking off. You're, you're lonely. Why are you tuning in if it was that bad? Now, as far as the show itself, you know, it, this is almost as bad as people who are making fun of Smackville. I guess they didn't realize that it was SmackDown in Nashville. That's why they called it SmackVille. But again, people had to bitch and complain because, oh, because I need to get attention to myself. If it was that bad, ignore it. Don't pay attention to it. But getting back to the show, Raw Reunion. High School Reunion. TV sitcoms Reunion. 
Married with Children reunion. Uh, Well, Family Guy's a cartoon, but Family Ties reunion. What does that all have in common? Reunion is where people get together, they chat, they spend some time, and all of those performers at one time performed in the ring, loved performing in front of people, miss it, miss the electricity, miss their friends, have the opportunity to go back, hug some people, maybe get some phone numbers, some emails just to catch up on times, and get thrown in a little skit. You don't think Candace Michelle loved the fact that she was going to be 24-7 for 10 seconds? I saw some some retard. And I wish... You know what? Go on my Twitter. Somebody in in, um, the page the uh, the Discord chat right now. Go on my Twitter, or you could even go on the feed. Who was the person that I responded to early? I said I don't think he was trying to get tweet fucked by us. This guy is a former worker for I think TNA, uh, not a wrestler. I don't believe he's a worker for TNA. He's got a hashtag like fifteen words because I got to get noticed. I got to get tweet fucked. He's got a blue check mark, and he's talking about the fact that oh my god, could you see what they did to the twenty? 24-7 title. Eight title changes already. You think that's... You, 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 could you believe what they're doing to this title? First of all, I'm like, motherfucker, where the hell have you been in the last couple of months about the 24-7 title? And number two, were you fucking even alive when the fucking hardcore title was around? This guy is like complaining. He's like, hey, everybody, are you with me with it? And he's just trying to get tweet fucked. And I'm reading this, I'm reading this, I'm reading this. And I'm like, there are so many lonely people out there that that need social media, that need Twitter, that need to feel like they're part of a conversation. Otherwise, they're going to slit their wrist. And I hate to say it like that, but that's what it is. Maybe not literally, or you know, maybe it's figuratively, but they are fucking losers. This is a reunion show. When you watch a reunion show for any other TV show out there, for any other fucking uh, uh, a whole of uh, the, the Yankees, you know, the the Mets, the, the old timers day. Yeah. When you come back, what does somebody say? He only played for an. Inning, inning. Why is Mariano <laughs> Rivera only throwing 45 miles an hour? What is this? I, mean, I want to see people hit home runs. This, this, is, this is tonight. I loved it. I knew we're in 2019. We can't do and see the things that we used to. For everybody that insisted that, oh, attitude's coming back. They want to have attitude come back. From the time that Alexa Bliss had her hands. Why do I sound like the Jew on Family Guy? The father? You no. sound like Mort. I sound like Mort. <laughs> Don't touch that. Um, no, but seriously, this is a reunion. What did, what did you expect? This, I, oh. if, you, if people just took a step back and understood why this show took place, what you did, nobody should have had any problem with this show tonight. I, WWE is nowhere what it used to be. There are articles that are coming out as we speak, and the funny thing is, is that DTKC, Mish, Joey Numbers, Drape, everybody has said this from fucking the last conference call. When Vince McMahon did the last conference call and said, well, you know, we had a lot of wrestlers that weren't, you know, that had been out, and that's why the show's been down. We were all laughing at that. Like, what's this guy talking about? I mean, you're going to run out of excuses, Vince. Now the next conference call is Thursday. And what is media coming out with today? They're saying like, oh, Vince can't blame the last quarter on uh, the, the wrestlers who are out because they're all pretty much back. What's the excuse right. now? So you go into a reunion show. You see some faces that you haven't seen before. 
think about the people who were there that really are just, you know, uh, uh, non-existent anymore. There's some people, and please, everyone, I know you want to make controversy by saying Brett didn't show, this one declined, this one didn't want to go, Jim Ross said no, Jim Ross did not want to cause any political bullshit because he knows that all these ridiculous websites out there, I'm not going to say goofy, all these ridiculous websites out there, we're all going to report AEW employee shows up on Raw Reunion. You did it with Impact tonight with fucking Rob Van Dam. Yeah, Look at all the, the websites. Impact wrestler shows up on Raw Reunion. They, Jim Ross knew very well. He didn't want attention to himself. He did not go. I'm not saying that Brett didn't go because he's mad or not mad. My point is, is that not everybody lives in Tampa. Not everybody lives two hours away. Not everybody could fucking hop onto a flight, fly for eight hours, six hours, whatever it is, go to the show, do a 15 to 30 second segment, get a small payday, hug a few people, fly back the next day, and that's it. Not every single person could go. Just because no. some people could not go or turned it down doesn't mean that they hate WWE. It just wasn't feasible for them so i liked it i don't think anybody out there should have a problem with it and if you thought you were going to get something different then you really need to take a step back and ask yourself you know why am i watching this product yeah i thought it was weird that some people like i said who are are, are intelligent wrestling fans and i think that just the narrative is so anti WWE that you, you can't even allow yourself to have a good time and I think you're gonna have to check yourself and I'm, I'm saying that in the nicest way possible that if you can't be fair and you're gonna be biased and you're gonna be hating on even stuff that's fun I mean what are you gonna say Austin didn't wrestle he didn't even wrestle I mean come on I mean sir Melina didn't even wrestle she wasn't supposed to why was why wouldn't Melina and Naomi should have teamed up that's in your fantasy there was nothing DT did you ever see anything about Melina was supposed to wrestle it's fan that's complete fantasy. I don't pay attention to these rejects. I make fun of them. No, no, I, I understand that, but I'm, I'm saying they I, share these I, tweets I don't, of but possible I don't, team. I, and I don't. Blah, blah, that's blah. why I only follow a hundred people. I don't pay attention to them. I make fun of them. I get under their skin. I like being like battery acid when it touches an open wound. I like reminding people out there the level of garbage that is out there. I mean, I'll single one person out, and this is this will segue, I guess, a little news, and then we'll go right back to this. You know, I, there's a guy that I have been ripping apart for a while, and this is the quintessential example. You know, like, I think it was, um, what was the term that uh, What's-His-Face used to use? Joel Gertner. The quintessential stuff muffin. This is the quintessential opposite of a stud muffin. All right, this one guy that shows up on a lot of websites, his name is James Walsh. He is the poster boy, and I call him boy because there are no photos that show me that he's a man, and he just writes stuff, and it's not even clickbait. It's just Pollock bait. He's just a dummy. He doesn't even understand what he what he's writing. I think he's one of those persons that Lance Storm recently criticized decides to the news came out that ring of honor issued a final statement about the incident that happened with that dickhead and bully ray 
you know, at that mm-hmm. at that Ring of Honor show. And I'm not going to get into the whole thing again. You could listen to the clip on YouTube and Epic Sports, but you know, Bully Ray brought the guy to the back and is like, listen, you know, just lighten up. And then, you know, the guy wants to get tweet fucked, says all this stuff online, try to get all this shit against Bully Ray. And look, I was not the biggest Bully Ray fan for quite some time. I'm still not a big fan. But But the thing is, is that, you know, call it what it is. This fan was so obnoxious with what he was saying that wrestler or no wrestler you know you anybody out there would have punched this guy in the teeth and broke his fucking his larynx for some of the things he was saying over the top vicious harassment you can't say some of the things you say and then turn around and say no no but, but i'm a fan you entertainment i you're not a character you 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 have no authority to fucking say you you're just a fan. You have no authority. You're not part of the show in that sense. You pay the ticket to see, but that doesn't give you the right to do say all this crazy racist death stuff like that cop about Cortez. I don't like Cortez at all. That cop says, "Oh, she should have been shot." He got fired. Good. Let her, he, that guy should have been fired. You can't just say what you want and use the "I'm a fan" excuse. But what happens? Ring of Honor did exactly what we thought they were. You know, we want everybody to have a good time. Please keep following Ring of Honor. We have taken appropriate actions with all parties involved. They've done nothing. But this moron puts in the title, Ring of Honor issues final statement after investigating Bully Ray over Portland fan incident. No, motherfucker. It wasn't an investigation on Bully Ray. You know, tomorrow there's going to be, or two days, there's going to be Mueller in the government. And they're talking about the investigation of Russian collusion on uh, on our, our election and possible Trump collusion. All right? Trump was being investigated. Bully Ray was not being investigated. It was an incident, and they were looking at everything that was involved. But this asshole writes it like, oh, your Ring of Honor finishes up their investigation about Bully Ray. This is exactly why I don't follow these rejects. I don't follow these morons because they write this dumb shit and then people talk about it and then I have to discuss it or dispel it. I like making fun of them. That that's that's plain that's all it is. I like making fun of them. They are jokes. Oh, well, that's a, that's a form of discussing it. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's but um it's just ridiculous, but you know, I, but I just threw the news out there about the Ring of Honor thing. So the thing is done. It's over mm-hmm. with. Blah, blah, blah. Move on. Ring of Honor. Still so, so he won't be doing any any time. He won't be doing any uh, time. Okay. And Ring of Honor will still, uh, unfortunately, get a, a little disappointing crowd. I want to see them get better. I really do. I yeah. mean, everybody that works there is really trying to make it work. It just feels like, you know, sometimes you're in, you're in quicksand that no matter what you try to do, like you might spin your tires and feel like you're about to get out of the, and then you fall back in. It feels like WWE's going through that too. I don't know what type of rating they're going to get today. Um, I I don't even know if I want to make a prediction because I don't know if it's going to pop the rating that people think it's going to pop. I don't think so either, but I think it'll be, it'll be decent. I think, you know, if you want to, you want to take a, Guesstimation, DT, will they crack two million, three million? Uh, one second, Ben. You don't justify bad behavior with other bad behavior. You should know that when you were a child. I, unless, uh, hopefully, you're not still a child. Um, you know, it, as far as heckling heels 
what that guy did was much worse than heckling heels. I wish somebody would have posted the audio of what that motherfucker did and said, and this this wouldn't have even been a story. But moving on. Um, well, you know, look, they have been averaging, what, two and a half million viewers, 2.7. I think it'll yeah. go over the three million mark. I, I think yeah. it would probably go like three mil, three million two hundred thousand you know i think anything under three million would be an absolute disappointment but look you know let's also bring this point up you know i brought up legendary tv shows everybody out there you could pick your favorite show even recent the last 10 years any show you want to come up with and unfortunately when a lot of those shows are in the twilight of their uh, airing, or maybe they're right. off the air entirely. Most of the times when they do reunion shows, the ratings aren't as strong as the prime time that they used to do. Right. So if, if their rating is under three mil, then I think it's safe to say that, you know, this attempted a ratings pop, it's there's a much deeper problem. That, you know, if, if a restaurant is getting bad reviews and a lot of people, it's, you know, business is down 30, 40 percent, you know, you could try to turn around and, you know, invite a celebrity chef or this, this and that. I don't know if it's going to do it. I think today was just more of a feel good you know, for everybody that sticks with WWE, thank you. For the older fans out there, you know, you know, thank you as well. And we'll give you a little bit back. And it seems like most of the people who complained were people who were way too young for the Attitude Era. I think what scares me is when the older people complain. Because um, I saw mostly older people complain. And also, I, in fairness, I don't know the age of some of podcasters, but... I assume they're older, um, but yeah, it was a, it was a fun time. It wasn't meant to elevate anybody for next week. I saw some of that too, of what it's going to accomplish for the future. Nothing. It's a special. It's like when you have a special on Happy Days reunion or something. It's a special, and then if the show is still on the air, it picks back up the next week. Mm-hmm. The special is part of the season, so to speak. It's like an added show. Yeah. I don't just like Saturday Night Live tonight. Saturday Night Live's anniversary, forty five years on the air. But, but what is it going to do for next week? They're not talking about anything of current day. I was like, but it's got, how do you not get that, DT? But isn't that common sense of anybody who's watched TV since day one? Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. That's Apparently right. Not. Apparently not. I, don't <laughs> I mean, look, I, if people, oh if people want a recap show, as far as the matches go, you had the Revival uh, losing to the Usos in a non-title. You had um, a plethora of hardcore or 24-7 championship, you know, title changes. I love Patterson and Briscoe because I just celebrated it on the history show. It was recently the anniversary of them both winning the title. And I played all the skits. Still, you know, Pat uh, Briscoe pinning Crash Holly is my favorite hardcore title change moment ever in WWE's hardcore title history. So there was a lot of things that I enjoyed. Yes, it had some goofy stuff. Uh, As soon as Medusa... And that was another thing. All Mm -hmm. right? You know, 
I totally understand young, young fans out there that may not know Medusa, that may not do But when you see people out there who have been wrestling fans for 10 years, 15 years, where it's been shoved down your throat about the Attitude Era, the Monday Night Wars, Medusa throwing the title in the garbage, 85,000 repeats. When yep. Medusa gets put in the Hall of Fame not too long ago, and she appeared uh, on the fucking first women's pay-per-view, and she's done a, a lot of things recently that, you know, if you watch WWE, you had to know who she is. And the minute she won the title and said, I'm not going to have this title that long, I wanted to literally take a hammer and just start bashing my head in, hoping that maybe what I'm seeing is just, you know, my eyes deceiving me. Like, people were like, oh, she could care less about the title. Oh, why would she say something like that? I'm like, I, and I posted like 10 seconds after. You know, I hope she, she tries to throw the title in the garbage. You know, because it wasn't that she thinks it's garbage. She was going to recreate what she did in 1995. You know, right. I think it was 95. And um, <clears throat> that's yeah, why she it? said yeah, that. Yeah. I, yeah, that's why she said that. It was nothing more, nothing less. And people yep. are overanalyzing it <laughs> and getting angry and upset. I'm like, come on, man. Do you actually watch wrestling or are you just on social media on monday nights to try to get tweet fucked you know i mean i i just i don't get it there was nothing to that you know ted dibiase buying the title you, you knew at the end of the night a regular performer was going to keep that belt in and it ended up being our truth once again Mm-hmm. And that's it. You had the Viking Raiders beat Hawkins and Ryder in two minutes. Fucking, I don't even know who the hell Strowman faced in about a minute. <clears throat> you know, Samoa <laughs> Joe and Roman Reigns was decent, but it only went five minutes. Rey Mysterio and Sami Zayn only went five minutes. Seth Rollins, you know, I guess beat AJ Styles by a disqualification, I, I, I think. I mean, <sighs> this is what we've been having. You add up the time. Braun Strowman beat Randy Rowe in 41 seconds. So let's add this up. We have had a total of six <clears throat> matches tonight, not including the 24-7 changes. So I'm doing this live right on the show. I didn't have time to add this right. up beforehand. But we got 41 seconds plus, I guess, six minutes with all the clusterfuck stuff with AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. So you got six minutes, 41 seconds. Then you got Zayn and Mysterio for five minutes. So you're at 11 minutes and 41 seconds. Uh, Reigns Joe is five and a half minutes. So you're at around 17 minutes, 15 seconds. You got Viking Raiders uh, winning in two and a half minutes. So you're about 19 and a half minutes. And the first match was seven minutes, 50 seconds. And notice, notice... They actually went to the commercial. And this is contrary to what people are saying. This is not the first time they've done the split screen on Raw with the commercial. They did it once or twice before for a very short period of time, very, very early on, and it did not stick. But you add that up. That's what? 25 minutes of matches in three hours. So when you actually look at everything, nothing really was different as far as the matches go, as far as, you know, the format goes. Tonight was about skits and reunions 
and little moments, and it was supposed to be a feel-good, just sit back, enjoy. You know, if you don't know 80% of the people, oh, well. You know what I mean? Oh, well. Don't watch a repeat. (laughs) Yeah, now you do. If they look old to you, oh, well. Oh, well. Some of your favorites, when AJ Styles is 55 years old and he shows up on Raw Reunion 2000, blah, 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 and everybody that a younger fan's like, you know, AJ Styles, why? 55? I mean, why is he there? And then when you get offended... Now you understand why, really, if you don't like it to this level, you know, find something else to do on Monday. You know, unfortunately, you're not going to get tweet fucked by watching repeats of fucking 90210 on Monday night. You know, if you're not going to be, if you're going to be complaining to this level, you should not be watching it. DT, was uh, Van Dam on that list? I didn't see him. He was a surprise tonight, right? Nobody knew that. Yeah, there were some surprises. Yeah, he was a surprise. Anybody else not on that list was a surprise? I, I didn't. I think it was mostly I, Van Dam. Honestly, Van Dam. I didn't go through the list. Oh, Jillian Hall, Jillian Hall was a surprise. Yeah, I, I, I think there were some names <clears throat> that, honestly, WWE didn't feel they were strong enough to advertise. I mean, it, not everybody is... A big name, and if they were, they would have been on previous episodes in recent memory. Um, I I didn't keep track with the list. I, I oh no, no, but it was nice to see. I mean, RVD's a big name, Hall of Famer, no doubt, and Mister Monday Night. When you think about it, so I think uh, that was probably a last minute uh, go to. And Rob looked happy to be there. Like I said, I was really watching the facial expressions of them on the ramp, not focusing on Flair and Hogan doing their shtick, but looking at the people behind how they generally reacted and. Rob looked like he was having a great time. So did Molina. So did Eric Bischoff. I mean, again, you know, it's a reunion. They, they look like they're happy to be there. And that's what it, it's all about. It's like it's like going to the high school reunion. You're seeing everybody go, come on, we're not going to stay out till 4 o'clock in the morning like we used to do 20 years ago. There are definitely <clears throat> some of them that are going to go out for coffee after tonight. Maybe, yeah, maybe but some of them, like a select group. Yeah, a select maybe group. have a cocktail at the hotel, catching up, reminiscing from 10, 15 years ago, whatever it is. And yeah. that's what it is, plain and simple. You know, when they bust their bodies and entertain us for years and years and years, whether they were the main event or they were the curtain jerker. They do have the right once in a while that if they're invited to a reunion party, you know, just because you may not like it, you know, it doesn't mean that they shouldn't have the opportunity to go. Not every person who was invited was really happy about it some people just feel like they're done with wrestling look at matt seidel matt, did you see evan born tonight no evan born went on twitter and said that he was going to retire at raw tonight so oh, what really? do, so what did the nerds do they they reported his news you know former wwe star retiring on raw tonight you know you just read a tweet. That's not news. If you want to report former WWE wrestler claims to be retiring at Raw tonight or unadvertised, you know, claim, that's different. But to just take what somebody says and just claim it as news, that's not a reporter. That's a retard. Right. That's a that's a reject. That's a that's a that's a uh, that's a that's a retorter. A retorter. Okay. A retweeter. Let's make up names. A retard. You know what? Let's call him from now. You know, I don't like using retard because you look. If anybody looks up the definition from retard, it's not 
always an insult. All right, it's it, there's actually different definitions of it. But I think from now on, I'm going to eliminate that word from my vocabulary completely, and instead, I'm going to call him a retwat. A retweet. It's a like retweet. it's like a combination of a, a retard who retweets. <clears throat> a retard who retweets. He's a retwat. He's a twat. He's a retwat. You're That's a fucking a retwat. So from now on, we no longer use that term because I really don't want to offend anybody out there. And I really mean that. Retwat. You're a retwat from now on. Hey, DT, uh, Sid, a trademark, brought up a good point. Wasn't he supposed to be there tonight? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I didn't. Look I, at- I, I trademark. I thought the same thing. I thought I saw the list. I thought I saw Sid's name on the list. I, I I'm starting uh, to blank a little bit on it. It was a long list, quite honestly. Of all the people who did show, who mm-hmm. were you? Did you? Who are you? Did you enjoy the most, and who are you happy to see the most? I was happy to see Rob Van Dam back in WWE. I I, um, I can appreciate he wants to be an impact, but the, some few people are seeing him there. He's a major star. He still looks good. He should be in the WWE, but maybe he doesn't like the deal, so to speak. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes with them. Uh, and as far as the fame, I was happy to see Molina. I've always been a Molina fan. I think she got kind of a raw deal. She got more of a bad reputation than she got a good reputation for in the back than she had for improving herself in the ring. Um, but it seems that fans have warmed up to her. She gets more popular as time goes on. People look back and go, she was kind of a bright spot there in those days. She was actually not too bad. She wasn't um, because she got publicity for her dating life more than her in-ring stuff. Mm. And maybe that's on her too. Um, you know, she had that uh, hot, cold relationship with Morrison who had his problems back there. But uh, Melina looked happy. And like I said, I'm watching him dancing and she's, you know, you know, uh, hip bumping with Eric Bischoff. It was fun to watch. And, and again, uh, I'm sure she's probably like enjoying the fact she hasn't been invited to a lot of things and she's back and enjoy the moment. It was good to see her. Everybody else, DT, you know, we've seen. Tori looked fantastic as usual, but I've seen her already. Hall of Fame, all that. So Melina was the one that stood out to me. Thought she looked good. Didn't expect her to wrestle. Yeah, it would have been nice to see her do the split and everything, but it wasn't in the cards. So she played a referee. So big deal. She's probably happy she was just invited. Yeah. Me, it was Rob Van Dam. Yeah, Van Dam was, I thought it was cool. I mean, look, that. I've seen him on Impact. <clears throat> yeah, I me mean, too. So, so it's not like we haven't seen him for a while. Um, but, you know, he wanted to go and, he, and Impact allowed him to go. And, you know, unfortunately, I know a lot of websites thought it was major news and an Impact wrestlers on Raw. But it really wasn't. It was just the guy was going there. For a few people that asked, why was he in gear? I'll I'll answer it like this. When do you see Rob Van Dam not in gear? True. That's true. Rob is always ready. He's always prepared. You know what I mean? Like, when you see him, you know, like, you might see a little video here and there online. But for the most part, you only know really RVT when he's in gear. And you know what? It's also a pride thing to show everyone, hey, I'm still in shape. I could still move. I could still go. You know, maybe he didn't get to prove it by doing anything in the ring. But he came out and he looked like he did, you know, from yesteryear. You know, I think he might need to get a little bit of a tan and maybe dyed eyebrows a little bit more. Scott Hall, though, I will say this. Mm -hmm. Um, I honestly don't know. If I will ever get to the age where I will not dye my hair, you know what I mean? Like I, I do dye my hair a little bit once in a while, really just my sideburns because my right. sideburns are, are mixed right now. Mm-hmm. But 
I always like look in the mirror and I say to myself, I just can't picture myself with gray hair. I just can't. And I have too bushy of a head of hair that I'm I'm not shaving it and going bald. That doesn't work. It doesn't work for everybody. No. But I just I'm little like I'm surprised that he allowed his hair go to go gray. He looks fine. I mean, he looks a little you know, uh, yeah, he looks fra- a little bit frail. The way he walks, you no. can see he's like, you know, catching his steps. Um, Kevin Nash, God bless him. I mean, I know he's had yeah. a lot of torn quads and yeah, stuff looked, over the years. He looks a little slow moving there, yeah. No, Kevin Nash looked great. He did. He did. And also, I want to, I agree with my friend Shezzy there and Mambo Mike. Eve Torres is smoking hot. What a good looking woman, man. Mm-hmm. Eve looked banging, definitely. Eve is a good look. I, I never realized what a good looking woman that she is. So I was always about Trish Stratus, but Eve uh, looks fantastic. I agree. Candace Michelle, even though you look, I used to be very critical of her, but then when I started really remembering the injury that she suffered and how she really tried to battle it, yeah, you know, I, I got a little bit more respect for her. Even though you remember, I exposed the uh, the foot fetish videos from back in the day that weren't you know that got me in a little bit of hot water, but still um, to see her back, see her get that brief moment as a twenty four seven champion. She had an outstanding outfit on tonight. Even though some people don't understand that there's actually a color of like undergarment called nude so for everybody to think that she had nothing on underneath that outfit no. there is an an, uh, an outline a liner underneath that looks like skin but it's not that's why you get away with an outfit like that um yeah. but she looked great as well i thought honestly i think what we should maybe focus on is who did not look good today you know, I think everybody looked pretty good. I think Jillian Hall looked good. I think, uh, I, I mean, I don't even want to be, it's not even being mean. I don't think I could could take a shot at anybody. Everybody looked pretty good. I'll say, anybody I'll in say the one. chat room have a person that you think didn't look good? Not being too mean, but I'll say someone one. who maybe didn't age well. I'll Ooh. say one who, I'm, and please, I'm not criticizing the guy um, in no way, shape, or form. But unfortunately, when you start getting older, there's, unless you start getting addicted to plastic surgery, there's nothing you can do about it. Tonight was the first time that I... Re- when they put the camera very, very close up on Steve Austin's face, and you look at his eyes, and you could start seeing the bags, and you could start seeing the age really kicking in, you know, that was the one thing that I noticed tonight more than anything else. You know, if you look at him with this upcoming USA Network show, you could see the makeup job that they do compared to tonight. I don't even know if they did much as far as a makeup job with him, but if you look at his face closely, he's actually, yes, I have 4K TV, so maybe that's, I'm not saying a break, I'm saying maybe that's why it's a little noticeable right. for me. But if you look at him closely, uh, he's starting to age a little bit. He didn't look bad, but that was one thing. As far as flair, some people are saying flair. I don't know if no, you've been, been following his hospitalizations. Yeah, yeah, he has been frail for a while now. And he's 71, guys. I mean, my God. Yeah. You know, so 70. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'll say Mick Foley looks like he's got to do something there. His, te- his, his teeth, and he was actually having a hard time getting words out. Anybody notice Foley was talking kind of strange? Maybe it's because his um, uh, he had a few other new teeth missing. Yeah, it's possible. Believe me, when I had to get the uh, you know the crown 
and I end up going for, you know, a three-tooth crown when they didn't put it in yet. And I had that brief, you know, hour that I didn't have them in. I, 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 I put it this way. I talked like how you would think Dana Brooke would sound if she didn't have teeth. It would be like a, a like a like I just couldn't talk. I was lisping. I sounded like a male Sasha Banks. I mean, if you listen to Sasha Banks, she's got a lisp. I mean, look, it's unfortunate she's got. It. I'm not making fun of her, but you know, I have a little bit of a lisp. Oh my God, J Rod, stop the presses! You could actually see uh, denim jeans between the butt cheeks. Uh, what are we seeing? There, there ain't no, there ain't no <laughs> I don't camel toe. I don't know if people have thumbs up in it left and right. I mean, look, it, um. it, it is a little sexy, but, you know, let, see, let me let me say this, and I'm saying this lightheartedly oh to J-Rod, and if anybody listening to the download wants to see it, just go to our Discord general chat uh, Monday night, 11.43 p.m. I'm not making fun of them, but I'll just point this out. Take those jean shorts and replace it with a pair of tights and tell me what would be different. Seriously, unless you see like, you know, maybe it was Mickey Meat Hooks, you know, then you might like, you know, have a 4K TV and zoom in and say, do I see a pubic hair? Do I, oh my God, I see a pubic hair. God, come on. There was no slip. Even though this week is the anniversary of Brie Bella's nip slip, by the way. Oh, is it? Six years, I think. Yeah, she's got a pretty nice... Uh, Chester, even though I left it out of the show, this week's history show, I didn't post the photo with it censored. I just, she's a mom now. I didn't want to disrespect her like that. Do you think, I, think Medusa I, looks like Nicole Bass? Listen, everyone, uh, I look, the fuck? I'll, I'll answer it this way I am a huge Medusa fan. Me too. I'm a big I, Medusa fan. I, too, I will listen to our show. I will say this <clears throat> if you aren't used to seeing Medusa, go on a Twitter and look at some of her photos. Look at some of her photos of her in the gym. When you see her in the gym, and this is not photos from 1999, these are from maybe uh, July 9th. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so. when you see her, she's actually in great shape. And the only reason why some people are saying anything tonight is because she wasn't wearing much makeup. Medusa, a lot of times, purposely does not put makeup on. To prove, you know, to prove a point that, you know, she she's beauty and she's tough and, you know, you don't like it, you know, go fuck yourself. I mean, she she just did not wear much makeup. So that's the reason why I think people are saying that tonight. I think people may also be saying it, too, is because if you look what she was wearing, she looked like she might have been wearing something you would go to a picnic. Like, she didn't have an Alondra Blaze outfit on or anything like that. And DT, you know, too, because we know a lot of uh, older Guido women, even though she's not a a Guidette, uh, who overly tan. And when they get into their late 40s, early 50s, mid 50s or whatever, doesn't 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 age well, so to speak, when you overly tan. Also, a lot of people who live in Florida or something are always getting sunburned. Sun does a lot of damage to your skin and stuff when you're constantly overly tanning like that. Sometimes it ages your skin, you know. But as far as body type wise, Austin looked in great shape. His arms looked jacked up. Yeah. Hogan looked good. They all look good. Like as far as physically, I was happy to you know I was happy to see Hogan. Everybody looked good. You know what? Everybody looked good. Robin Nam is number one. Hogan is number two. Simply because. You know, when they announced Hogan last week, I saw right away the people uh, who are just will will not, 
you know, forgive this man for yeah, they want to they want to just the, hate him. what he said. And look, anybody who's black, anybody who yeah. you know, especially, you know, right. I I have no right to tell them, you know, it's time to let it go. I, I respect people's views. There are just some people out there, though, that just want to crucify anybody just for the sake of crucifying. I mean, it's just it's selective outrage. Some people legitimately have every right to be upset at Hogan. Some people out there just do it for selective outrage. They think that if they rip the fuck out of Hogan, everything offends them. You know, you, everything offends them. Any little thing offends them. So, you know, plus there's some people out there, oh, you know, the, the most popular thing to do is to rip this motherfucker. So I'll rip this motherfucker and I'll have a whole bunch of people that will, you know, you know, got my back, you know, pat me on the back. It's a, I was happy that he got a nice response. Isn't it weird that, you know, Hogan is one of the most hated wrestlers? Uh, well, actually, he's one of the most hated uh fans on social media like he's mm-hmm. one of the most hated on twitter but yet when those twitter those retwats go to a wwe house show they'll cheer the guy i didn't see much booze today and something tells me that quite a few people in that crowd go on social media and tweet well it's also his hometown dt tampa oh you know what speaking of mixed bag mm-hmm. did i hear you know correctly but Right after uh, Becky Lynch's music stopped playing, that there was a little bit of a smattering of booze. And I wasn't paying close attention, but were there any what chants when she was cutting her promos? Does anybody remember that? She wasn't chewing her face when she talked, so I couldn't, I didn't really notice. They, they cut her really short. She had a little retort to Natty, and that was it, so I didn't really hear anything. Yeah. Ben. And that uh, schmaz. Ben, uh, Hogan didn't get much of a pop. I, I didn't say that. I said he didn't get heat from the fans. He didn't get jeered. He didn't get booed. And, you know, but yet, you know, probably half of that crowd goes on Twitter and um, you, uh, whatever. You know what, Ben? Hogan sucks. He's a racist motherfucker. Die, Hogan. Die. Is that better? Is that better? We should use that for the title of the show. Yeah. <laughs> get us a lot of listens. No, but seriously, was Becky getting the what chance tonight? I, did anybody hear that? I, I didn't. I didn't hear it. I thought that there wasn't a lot of noise going on when her and Natty were going at it. It's kind of the crowd was kind of at a lull. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of people were very surprised on my breakfast of Blossy that I sung the praise big time of Sunny Kiss. You did? Oh yeah. What do you think of Sunny Kiss character? Honestly, uh, not, there is I'm no wrong answer. No, I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm, I, I don't. I think it's, uh, it's more show than go. Oh yeah, you no, know, it's, a, it, it's a lot know. of uh, show. It's a lot of show. Yeah, I actually, uh, I actually enjoy the character. I, I mean, for people listen to Breakfast of Blasi, you'll hear why. It's a lot more than just the wrestling aspect. I don't think he's got a nice ass or anything. I don't look at stuff like that. <laughs> You know, but he's. He, <laughs> you needed to say that. He, he oh reminds me, sort of nice like ass. you know, it's a flashback. <laughs> no, it's a flashback too. I'll just throw this little Adrian Street. No, 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 no. Not even a oh. wrestler. It's a little oh. flashback to me of Sylvester. Sylvester. Oh, oh, oh! You make me feel Sylvester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, for anybody out there, you're a big fan of Sylvester. Oh, I know big that. Fan. I, I, big yeah, fan of yeah, Sylvester. No, yeah. Do you want? I tried yeah. so hard to go to fucking Paradise Garage to see when he performed that one time. I couldn't go. 
I just, I tried so fucking hard. Unfortunately, you know, I was not of age. And uh, I can't just say, Mom, I'm going to go uh, play catch for five hours at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> you know, it's All like, right. you know, when you're a, te- you know, a teen, just barely teenager, you can't just, you know, get up and go like that. But Yeah, I could see the Sylvester thing. And I'm sure a lot of people have no idea what we're talking about. It's right a now, look, but- look, I, I always bring this up. The Christopher Street Connection. Oh, those, I remember them. Those yeah. guys, for anybody out there that's a newer fan, you know, you missed a fun tag team in the they early 2000s. Fun, yeah. They were controversial. I mean, they today, I wonder if the Christopher Street Connection would have, because uh, that was an act, right, DT? None of them were. Well, I, right? I, I always tell this one particular story. Buffy and Mace, they were so good at their character, and I saw it up close and personal. Because um, they wrestled the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels once at the Elks Lodge, and, they were, and, and DRS were wearing uh, my Hotline T-shirts, which were fucking awesome. That was an awesome moment. But they were so good at their character that heterosexual males sitting ringside would allow Buffy and Mace to kiss them on the lips, not making out. It wasn't sexual harassment. It was just a peck. It was a comedy, lighthearted, feel-good. You know, we we all could love each other and this and that. They were doing the gimmick. I always bring up this story that after that night, we all went to um, the, the, uh, the Georgia Diner. We went to the Georgia Diner to get something to eat. Um, and they were sitting at the table right next to us. One of them had either their wife or their girlfriend with them, and the other one, I don't know who he was sitting with, but there were a couple of fans that went to the diner also and saw everybody, and they went up and you know wanted to say hello, shake their hand, and there were a few people that were a little bit surprised to see that they actually you know were not gay. But um, no, it was it was a gimmick. It was a gimmick. But yeah. there was no offense to it. It was no offense. I'll tell you I one. I'll I, tell saw, you, I saw them. I got to see them at the Elks Lodge. I'll tell I you saw them one character that nobody ever talks about that could never, ever, 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 ever do a show again with that gimmick ever. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the the AIDS virus guy? No, thing? no, 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 no. Skinhead Ivan. Oh, skinhead Ivan. Oh, oh my God. God. I have to put some footage online. Oh, Jesus. Whatever Skin- happened to him, DT? Oh, I don't know. But skinhead. Oh, look. J- JD. I- oh, no, that's JD. That's the podcast. So who was the guy before? <laughs> you got You got a friend now, Jadis, in the chat. 954 Noise. We got the, the photo again of Kelly Kelly's uh, oh, okay. jean shorts. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, skinhead Ivan used to get black fans angry to the point they want to put a bullet through his head. But the weirdest thing about it is I could tell you firsthand that some of those people that he riled up that much after the show was over, they would go outside and say, yo, man, you fucking just got me going. And they would shake hands and be cool, but you know he would never like really hang around to mingle with a lot of people. But once in a while, when he would interact with somebody outside, you know people knew what was an act and what wasn't. But my God, to come out there with fucking gas masks and the Nazi symbols! Oh God, there's no way out of everything that we saw back then. There was no way he could never do that. So, I haven't heard anybody mention that name in so... What was that? Early, like the cusp of the 2000s, right, TT? Yeah. 
like the early, t- yeah, because I remember that's on Christopher Street Connection, all those guys. Um, yeah, when I was talking about the, the AIDS guys, he didn't have AIDS, literally. The guy who had the shirt that said the other African virus that's not AIDS. Remember yeah, that some, shirt? something like that. I, Prince, I don't Prince, Prince Nana. Prince Nana. Oh, Prince Nana you know, was awesome, man. Prince yeah, Nana. Yeah, he was great. Me and, me and Prince, Prince Nana did some business outside of wrestling. And uh, I know I'll never hear this, but I, I could say this now. I mean, there's enough years gone by. Prince Nana used to work for a finance company. About oh, did he? Yeah, about fifty. Yeah, I did. I I have. I'm not saying this, Bray. I have a lot of friends in wrestling outside of wrestling that have like outside jobs we've done business with. We never talk about it publicly, but this is the first time I'm actually revealing this publicly. Prince Nana worked for a finance company, credit card company, and me. When I this is about 15 years ago, I wanted to take be able to take accept credit cards in my office. So Prince Nana had said to me, he's like, look, he says, you know, I'll hook you up with my credit card company. You know, we'll get you the machine and this and that. So long story short, <laughs> I swear on my mother, if this story ever comes back to him, I promise everyone, you know, he will tell you what I'm saying right now is 1000% accurate. Um, but Is he still in the business? I don't know. I haven't talked I haven't to heard him in his a name while. in a long time. But anyway, the the end result was was that I got the machine. I started taking credit card transactions. And back then, you know, you would get your money like three or four days later from the credit card company. Now, it's very important that I get the money quickly because when a customer makes an insurance payment and pays me with a credit card, I have to, in turn, pay the insurance company. So now, what happens during those three days? If somebody comes in today, let's say today, and says, look, I got to make my car insurance payment. My policy is going to cancel tomorrow. You know, at that time, I would take the credit card payment, and then I would upload my payment to the to the company. I know what a lot of people are going to say is, why didn't they just make the payment directly? Because back 15 years ago, the internet wasn't what it was now. Not everybody, you know, was taking payments online. So anyway... Right. The end result is is that I had the, 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 the thing for about two weeks, and I realized there's about $4,000 of credit card money that I didn't get reimbursed for. And what happened was I started having a couple of checks in my office bounce because I was taking the money, and then like somebody would charge a credit card, and then if I had an insurance company that did not take credit cards, I would have to give them my check. And in insurance business, broker's checks cannot bounce. You will get fined. You will get fined tremendously. So my checks started bouncing, but my bank covered them because right. I knew the owner and plus my father owns the building and this and that. So anyway, I go back to Prince Nana and I'm like, look, I'm not. I'm missing like $4,000 in money. So he contacts the rep who's handling it. The rep's going to get back to me and he does this and that. I swear on my mother. I put the thing on speakerphone and Prince Nana answered the phone and I said, listen, nothing personal. I said, you know, please don't get mad at me. I said, but I want to he- you to hear something in the background. I put it on speakerphone. I took the credit card machine and I flung it against the wall. And all you heard was plastic parts breaking and falling everywhere. I said, that was your credit card machine now in a thousand pieces. I said, really? yeah, I told them, I'm like, you tell that fucking guy, give me my goddamn fucking money. I said, you're going to screw up my goddamn business. I, I got the money the next day, but I canceled the account with them immediately. 
And I yes. never did business with him ever again. <laughs> but yeah, that's true story. I mean, he if anybody talks to him, he will tell you, yeah, the credit card machine, I broke it. Because those machines are expensive. You, yeah, no, you no, rent them. You know, he, look, I got to give him credit because I didn't get hit with the charge for breaking the machine. He pulled a couple of strings and I didn't have to pay because, you know, you rent the machine, you have to give it back. You know, it's, but I yeah. broke it into a thousand pieces. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Almighty. I was like, I want you to hear something, Nana. And then I fucking just broke it against the wall. I said, there's your credit yeah, card no, machine. Just to clarify, me and my brother had gone to a show and we met him, me and Draper. And they, we got shirts from him. I was for free. I don't know what we said or did that we got free shirts. But it said on the shirt, I remember, I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear this. And then I saw my brother wear it. I'm like, I can't wear that shirt. And my brother goes, why not? And I said, look what it says on the back. And it says the other African virus. And I'm like, I can't wear that. And it was like, because I remember I was going, me and my brother and his friend, a cop, his friend, I think his name is Vito. He, we went to a show and they were going to drop me off at the old club I worked at Castle Heights. And uh, I, I, my shirt was like soaking wet from sweat. And I didn't want to wear that shirt. I said, I can't walk in wear that shirt so i took one, another shirt that my brother had but it was just so funny because it was a cool shirt and i looked on the back i said i can't wear that my favorite uh, my favorite wrestling shirt that i never wore that i still have and you know look somebody recently online got a lot of attention on twitter because he posted like the top 40 worst shirts of all time Right. You know, and some of the shirts were like, you know, or the most controversial, something like that, or bad taste. You know, they always bring up like AJ's comes cum shot, you know, TNA shirt. If people don't know what that is, just Google it. Um, yeah. The I think it was Kalisto, no, Sincata shirt. That uh, the if you look at it, the bottom it looks like there's a penis at the bottom of the shirt. That's one of the funniest. But they a shirt that they never brought up, and that just goes to show you like. They think doing a Google image search is enough, and it's right. not. There was a shirt way back when that nobody ever talks about anymore. Uh, forget the Undertaker. Remember the Quaker shirt, the Underquaker? I still have oh, that, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, the Underquaker. Yeah, I yeah, still have the Underquaker, and I guarantee you almost nobody has the Underquaker shirt still. But the shirt that I have that nobody brought up on that countdown, and I was just disappointed. I'm like, yeah, you're just doing a Google image shirt. You think you know history. Edge used to have a shirt, and on the back of the shirt, it would say, Everybody has a little bit of edge inside them. Oh and, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And, I remember that shirt. And and that somebody in the chat just posted the AJ Cum shirt. But um, everybody has a little bit of edge inside them. And this was the time where he was very controversial. I don't know if the if the live sex show took place yet, but it was just really really funny watching girls have that shirt. It says yeah, I have a little bit of edge inside me. It was pretty funny, man. I remember that shirt, yeah. That's a good Somebody one. post the uh, Sincata penis shirt. Yeah, actually, Toxic, I just mentioned that shirt on the History Show this week. The Evolution shirt came out this week in history. The Paid, Laid, and Made shirt. That's right. I remember the Paid, Laid, and Made shirt, too. That's yeah, right. yeah, Carlitos, do you spit or swallow? Spit or swallow, that's right. Yeah. Yep, that's there was, there was quite a few shirts that didn't make the cut, but the Edge one was was the best so uh let's see uh shout out to our new and returning patrons andy brown james hollins mike brown 
I don't think they're in, they're related. Uh, Shahid Gonzalez and Chris uh-huh. Silver, welcome aboard. Uh, condolences to Byron Saxton. Uh, yeah. Shawn Michaels is supposed to do guest commentary tomorrow. I don't know. I don't think he's doing the commentary because of the death in Byron Saxton's family, but his dad passed away. And based on my math, I think he was either 71 or, no, actually 81 or 82 years old. He was 81. Yeah, yeah and, um, you know, he was, his father was a master sergeant in the Marine Corps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, all condolences to Byron Saxon's family, without a doubt. I, again, I don't know if that's the reason why Shawn Michaels is filling. I honestly thought that they announced Shawn Michaels before Byron. There's the shirt. I, I hate oh, to break up the Byron Saxon. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, is that exactly what it says? Yeah, everybody has some edge in them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, now, uh, can't say I didn't warn everybody. Um, I think we're the, I'm not trying to sound cocky or anything. I think we're the only podcast that mentioned this since day one. But uh, when they announced Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman as the associate producers, executive producers, that what is, is that what it is? Executive, oh, executive directors. Executive director. Of Raw and SmackDown. You know, our show was the only show right from the beginning and said, you know, listen, everyone, take a step back. Sounds great, but when WWE creates these cutesy words, instead of just having executive producer, you know, when you executive director, and I I know this sounds like a broken record because I've said it a few times now, you know, do a Google search. See how many movie companies and entertainment outlets out there have positions called executive director. You start using cutesy words that are different from what entertainment outlets actually do. Now it sounds like you're creating positions for storyline. And I said, before anybody thinks that, you know, the landscape of WWE is going to change, you know, you got to wait and see because I don't like this term that they're using, executive director. You know, it just doesn't sound promising. So what do we find out today? Multiple legit sources, and these are real sources, everyone. That's why I'm right. I'm saying it that way. They're claiming now that Eric Bischoff's role primarily, they left out the word primarily, but I talked to someone and they said, no, it's not just this, but it's mostly this. He's going to be working with the product. He's also going to be working with Fox. He's going to be working on, on the behind the scenes and the, just the, the, the overall, it's not going to be as much in the creative process. And a lot of people are also saying that they don't think he's going to be involved in creative process at all. And this goes back to what we said. You know, executive, uh, creator, director, you start fucking with words, you got to look at that as a red flag. You know, I mean, tonight he mentioned, why don't you come to SmackDown? When he, I think he was talking to Maria Kanellis. So that's the first time that they kind of revealed that Bischoff is involved with SmackDown. Maybe they will have him be an on-air character, but as far as behind-the-scene meetings, he's not going to have as much stroke in the creative department as you think. 
Well, I always thought that he was good when it came to those big uh, executive types. Absolutely. And I thought that, that's why they hired him. He's a charming guy. He's a dapper guy. Smart. He's, he's, yeah, he's got the jargon. He's smart. He's the guy to do that. Paul Heyman's not the guy to do that. Paul Heyman's the guy to talk to the wrestlers and write storyline stuff. That's Heyman's thing. Bischoff is business. Um, when it comes to that, Bischoff was never a creative genius. He was good I, at talking to the executives. That's his thing. See, I think Paul Heyman would be great advertising. He really knows not going to, not going for the meeting with the Fox executives. No, I wouldn't say that, but yeah. I'll say this: the Bischoff discussion we're having right now, it's more of of a "we told you so" than a criticism. Because, quite honestly. I prefer Eric Bischoff in a more of an executive role. And I think we actually said this like two weeks ago. Like Bischoff was great with the NWO and everything else. Um, but, you know, everybody seems to forget how much they ripped the fuck out of this guy when he was in TNA. Now, all of a sudden, he's, you know, Paul Heyman light. You know, I think Bischoff, it, you look at Hervey, Bischoff, you know, their their projects they've done over the years, he has done a lot. And I think he is better suited for this role that's actually being reported now than creative. I actually prefer him in this role. I think this is an actual plus for WWE. However, if he's not going to be so much on the creative side, then who will be? That's the thing. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> you know, if if it's not, it's SmackDown just going to be what it's been? You know, I, I mean, you know, it's it's funny because for two, three weeks, oh, no, 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 Bischoff is going to start creative right after Extreme Rules. Now you realize that they didn't have any sources at all. They just, <laughs> they just guessed. They just guessed. But I like this role. I actually prefer Me this too. role. I do too. Yeah. Um, you know what? I actually wanted to say this almost right at the beginning of the show, but I forgot. Um, for those who are a fan of Colt Cabana, um, he's got his Art of Wrestling podcast. Yes, the controversy with him, CM Punk, that led to the suit with Dr. Amand. Um, I, over the years, have not been the biggest fan of Colt Cabana for various reasons, but one thing I've always said is he is a talented motherfucker. He is funny, and he definitely knows how to market, and, you know, he's a decent wrestler, without question. Uh, I know a lot of fans out there do listen off and on, or maybe on a regular basis, his Art of Wrestling podcast. I was very surprised to remember or to to be reminded that it's only been around for nine years i thought he was around much longer than that but after nine years of doing the podcast he will be shutting it down at the end of the year yeah i heard about that too i thought that was a big source of income for him too because he made money doing that podcast he's definitely one of the pioneers he's been doing it for a long time he's had anybody who's anybody on that show but DT, do you think the whole CM Punk thing has just been a nightmare for him and put a dark cloud over that podcast, which is still ongoing, the effects of that from a few years ago? I mean, uh, lost a good friend, lost money, lost face. I mean, you think he just doesn't want to do it anymore? He's talking about doing more indie dates and being on the road for the NWA. I, I don't, that's, a, that's a big source of income for him to just give up his podcast. I don't think uh, 
I don't think the CM Punk lawsuit, you know, like like uh, put a put a, a sour taste in his mouth. Um, no, probably did then. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. yeah. But I think it's just look. You know, you get older. You you a lot going get, on, it, yeah. there's a lot going on. It's very, very, look, I've been saying for the last couple of weeks that, you know, I'm getting very close to ending the history show because I just can't spend 15 to 20 hours a week listening to footage and getting stuff together and verifying dates and, you know, just, just, it's, it's like a second job just for that one show. It's just, and plus with this gallbladder shit going on tomorrow right. morning, I got to see my surgeon to set up surgery for that. I, for anybody that's on my Twitter, you saw it. But for those uh, that wish my demise, go on my Twitter right now at Don Tony D. You'll see my um, my results from my test from a couple of days ago. If you wish my demise, you'll probably have an orgasm. So, you know, my gallbladder is only functioning at twenty five percent. So, what's happening is. All this bile and sludge that you're... See, because people that don't know, the gallbladder is right next to your liver. And when you eat food, your gallbladder stores up bile. Like, you know what? I'll, I'll use this example. It's kind of bad example, but it's probably the easiest way I could describe it to people. You have cats, right, Kev? Of course, yeah. All right. A lot of people out there have cats and dogs. If any of you out there who have ever had cats or dogs, you probably have had times where you'll see a cat or a dog vomit. And when they vomit, they hadn't eaten eaten anything for the whole day. And when right. you see them throw up, it's usually like this yellow, liquidy, and it just looks bile. Yeah. It's bile. That's yeah. what it is. I mean, us <laughs> humans don't vomit too much with bile, but with yeah. animals, because their systems are so tiny, you know, just a little extra bile will do it to them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's what the gallbladder does. It stores up bile. And in this way, when you eat, it releases bile into your system. It helps break down your food. This way, you digest the nutrients and you shit out and piss out all the other garbage and stuff like that. And and the bile helps break down the food. What's happening is, is that my gallbladder is only functioning at 25%, which means that the bile that's supposed to be released into my body to break down my food is not being released quick enough and in some cases not being released at all. So when I have a couple of episodes of just vomiting uncontrollably for no reason, that's this bile that's been building up that has not been released and then all of a sudden it gets released too much and I can't handle it. Plus, when I eat stuff, the gallbladder is not releasing the bile to break it down. So the end result is, is that when you have all this bile built up in your gallbladder, it becomes inflamed. And when it becomes inflamed, this is the excruciating pain that I experience when I sit up for any period of time. The The only reason now why Mish and I especially have not started video is because... One third into a show, I have to like lean backwards and I have to hold my my that area and like rub it because it gets painful. And it yeah. just I doesn't look professional. If I'm on a video podcast, I'm gonna look ridiculous the way I'm sitting. Even and half the time nobody even knows because you can't see what I'm doing. Right now I actually have my hand on it. So um yeah, so this Sitting up and doing the research and then having an office and doing all, it's just, it's piling up. So 
you know, the first show that might have to go is that one for me. But with Cole Cabana, you get older, you have different responsibilities, you get a, you want to be on the road a little more, and the last thing you want to do is, you know, put together a very professional podcast. He's not just, you know, let me record for an hour, throw it on YouTube, and hey, I'm a podcaster. He does a ton of work with it. So, yeah. there's, you know, it's not just the one-hour show, because I know some people already were like, Oh, you mean to tell me you can't take an hour out a week just to record the show? Is a lot more than that. It's a lot more than that. So, of course, I wish him well. I, I honestly think he will bring it back. Within a year or two, he's going to miss it, and he's going to bring it back. I no honestly problem. believe that. Yeah, can always come back. Yeah. So I wish him the best. I really me do. Too. Um, shout out to our associate producers, Tygsy Bowers, Neil McLeod, Vic Condor, Garcia Kane. CM Black Pixels, Michael Cuomo, Daniel Warren, Brian Byrne, Rob McCabe, Metaphorizic Fox, Spider Lewin, Carl Buteau, a.k.a. Cheese and Rice, Big Red, Brandon Rice, Julian LeBlanc, Rich Mahard, Chris Lumna. By the way, for everybody who won the uh, Patreon predictions contest, uh, your prizes are already on order. Murrow Coombs, I know you already got your uh, prize wall prize, so congrats to you. Shout out to Jacob Eston, Michael John Buchanan, Stell, Jerry Stewart, Johnny Marin, Michael Westfall, Brandon Foley, Chuck Lentz, Tony, Chris Harris, Keith Doherty, John Krauser, Roger Rubio, Fatty316, The Man, Stan Loudon, Don Tony's political advisor, D-Boy Gentleman, Ernesto Defensa, Timothy Keel, Kane Shaw, Jeffrey Collins, James Mills, Cockboy, Jay Smoody, Tom Baffa, Joseph Nicoluk, Nico Time, Michael Rhino, Paul Convoy, Adam Demoy, Billy Taylor, Hassan Al Hashmi, Brent Webster, Aaron Close, Out in Here, Anthony Smith, James Gruesome, Mark Israel, Bob O'Mac, CJ Uihara, Crestman, Switch Babe, Courtney Summers, James Deal, Diola Nobre, John Coffey, Tim Everhart, Andrew914, Donald J. Trump, Russell Zavala, Murray Coombs Jr., Douglas McKay, Keith Lee, James Farmer, John Garcia, Garcia, excuse me, Mad Dog mm -hmm. No Good, Larry Trailer, Tommy Pikeshi, Zach Spoonamore, and Chris Lumno. Thank you. They are Thanks, associate guys. producers. They, along with our other patrons, are the reason why these shows are still free for everyone. And if you want, sign up, patreon.com slash Don Tony. You can sign up for as little as two bucks, and you'll help us with the bills, and you'll get a shitload of exclusive Patreon content in return. Tomorrow is the return of Breakfast Soup Live. Wednesday is Breakfast Soup. Thursday is Castle Chronicles. Uh, Friday is blah, blah, blah. And um, it looks like maybe next week, got to talk to Mish and I got to talk to Kev on the private, but uh, we would likely be bringing back the Ask Us Anything episode, the rapid oh, fire awesome. episode. Love that. In fact, I would love to do a rapid fire, you know, for our non-patrons, for everybody listening. Yeah, um, that'd be nice. I just got to figure out what would be the easiest way to do this. I don't want to just put up the email address because... I've been getting hit with crazy spam all of a sudden. Yeah. Even though I, I I don't have Don Tony at dontony.com like posted anywhere really. So all of a sudden I'm getting like flooded with crazy spam from China and all these other places. Um so I, I gotta figure it out. So if we do that, we'll do that probably in like two weeks, maybe three weeks. So we, cool. you know, we'll we'll look into that. So awesome. Um let me ask everybody a question. Not not trying to start up controversy. I want to say this right off the bat that I believe it. 
mm-hmm. when I tell everybody what happened. But I want to ask everybody an honest question. And I'm going to ask you too. Um, AJ Lee, okay? Beautiful woman, married yes. to CM Punk now. Uh, mm-hmm. Cute, without a doubt. Honestly, if you saw AJ Lee walking down the street in a Walmart, internet cafe, having a latte, online at Starbucks, and you looked at her, what nationality would you think she is? Uh, I would say Puerto Rican or Italian or a cross combo of both. She looks like a couple of people that I, I know. Okay. So I would say Hispanic first and foremost. Could be Italian, though. Okay. Um, right now, everybody in the chat room is saying Puerto Rican, Latino, uh, Latino. Greek, Greek, too. I agree Greek, with the joke. I'm yeah, Greek. Greek. Too. Yeah, Greek, too. Um, mm-hmm. Mario says Mexican. The reason why I say that is, you know, let's let's use Greek, uh, Latino, Latina, Italian. Let's use those three nationalities, Puerto Rican. Okay. Okay. Are those three nationalities that you normally would hear people say when they get into a fight, go back to where you came from? No, I I know what you're talking about too. And uh, when I saw that, and we know that someone just uh, hoaxed the other day, some woman from Georgia was a, a woman made up an over-the-top story about someone saying that to her. Yeah, um, it seems to be the move now, but people get busted very easy on these things. I I don't. I, w- I don't want to think she's making it up. I don't she think she's. I honestly, I honestly do not believe one percent that she's lying. But I found it weird. I found think there's it, more to the story than that. I found it weird because I just, I I don't understand it. I just I I don't get it. There's I I look. She's not going to tell us more to the story. She's not going to get fill in all the details. But for those that don't know what we're talking about, yeah. AJ Lee on Twitter wrote over the weekend, and I quote, a moment ago, a woman driving by in her car shouted at me to go back to where I came from. Instead of being angry, I'm just going to sit at my computer, keep writing about strong, brilliant Latina superheroes that would probably really piss her off. Um, now, I don't know. Oh, the woman was telling her to go back to the WWE. No, go back to where she came. Maybe that's what she was saying. Maybe that's, you know, go back to wrestling. That's where you belong. Maybe that's what she meant. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Maybe what happened, AJ, is that maybe wherever you work right now, I don't know what she does. I'm sure, you know, she's good at what she Let's say she works in a clothing store. Okay. Uh, you know, maybe you, she got a promotion recently, AJ Lee, and maybe this woman works with her in like a different department, but they've never really <laughs> crossed paths. And and that's kind of what happened with me with Smith Barney in 1987. You know, I was supposed to get the promotion, and then I didn't get the promotion, and I found out they gave it to this other fucking bitch with a fucking two kids and a husband. And then when I went to my supervisor and I said, why didn't I get the promotion? He says, you know... You're a single guy right now. She she needs the money. She's got the family. You know, and plus the guy didn't want me to leave his department. He thought I was a big asset. So I fucking quit, cocksucker. So maybe AJ got a promotion and maybe the woman works in like a different department, doesn't know her at all. And then maybe somebody whispered in the girl the girl's ear like, that's AJ. That's the one who took your fucking promotion. And she, that she used to work in WWE. And maybe the woman's like, you know, why don't you fucking go back to where you came from? Meaning WWE. 
Well, maybe she was talking about Raw, that she wasn't listed on the Raw reunion. Go back to where you came from. You know what? Raw. Maybe the person in the car works in the offices of WWE who sent you an invite <laughs> yes. to appear at yes. Raw, That's and you it. declined, and the woman sent you an email, and she's like, look, we would love to have you at the Raw reunion, and AJ's like, no, go fuck yourself. And then the mm -hmm. woman is like, why don't, you, <laughs> go why, fuck why don't you go back to where you came from? <laughs> yes, uh, that's what I think it that, is. That's why you have all the followers on social media. You know, go back to where you came from. Say hello. <laughs> hug some people. <laughs> yes. Go back I, to your roots. Exactly. Yeah. Go back to wrestling. You, you, you should I, be look, in the WWE. We're trying to make light of it. Yeah, we are. I hope... I mean, look, I don't think AJ is lying in any way, shape, or form. I'm just confused. I, you find it strange. I'm strange, too. Look, I mean, how come no one's ever said that to her before? Out of the blue, I'm there wasn't a confrontation? Not much of a, an explanation of yeah, what happened. I mean, look, if, you, if maybe AJ cut somebody off with a car... And yep. she, you know, like how many people out there, you, you know, you get cut off by someone and you get over to the light, you roll your window down and you'd be like, why don't you fucking go back to the country you came well, from? Well, yeah. Remember DT in the movie Scrooge with Bill Murray? Go back to Jersey, you moron. Yeah. It's not always <laughs> about race. Yeah, but, it's not always about race. But I, I'll say this. Maybe AJ was in a coffee shop and maybe there was a, a Mexican next to her or, you know what I'm saying? Like there is some, listen. I'm not saying this to be controversial. I'm saying this is a fact, and I guarantee you 99.99% of everybody listening is going to agree with me on this one. There is a lot of controversy going on in our country right now with illegal immigration, with the wall, with Trump, with Omar, Ocasio, and all this other stuff. You know, mm -hmm. look, what Trump said, in my opinion, was wrong because three to four women came from the United States. However... Those women have also said some very disgusting shit. And if you're going to rip one, you got to rip them all. That's how I look True. at it. But here's the thing. You look at Omar and you look at what how she dresses because of her culture and her religion. You know, that is the stereotype of, of what people look at when they're racist towards Muslims. When you look at Mexicans, there is a certain look towards Mexican women especially that you look at them and they look like somebody who is from Mexico, even though that person could have been born in Corona. You know what I'm saying? So there are certain looks about a person uh, that you just immediately think to in some people's in, in their eyes that, oh, this person's got to be from a different country because that person just looks Mexican, because that person is wearing a head garb, headdress. That's because this part, and it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. I just don't understand. AJ doesn't fit the stereotypical person that a lot of people, look, I come from Howard Beach. I mean, born in Middle Village, but live in Howard Beach. You know, in this area back in the 80s, especially, you know, a lot more racist tendencies. Just look up, you know, what happened in fucking New Park Pizza. It's legendary. Oh, it's oh, disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I still take pride that my father threw one of those motherfuckers out on, on, on the street. He thought he was a celebrity. But the thing is, is that, you know, there's certain stereotypes that certain people fill. You know, the, the way that I used to dress, you know, people, oh, guy was he in the mafia was he think he's a fucking mafia you know like i wasn't in the mafia but the uh -huh. way i dressed it could be perceived that way you yeah. you got tattoos 
Mm-hmm. You know, who's this guy fucking, you know... Uh, I got tattoos on my hands and my neck. Yeah, I, I mean, think I get there's certain... Yeah. yeah, there's certain looks about people that they think you... Look, you have tattoos. Oh, that guy can't be an office guy. That guy, you know, he, he's he's trouble. He's trouble. He's got to stay away some from people, him. Some people don't think I even went to college. Yeah, I mean... He and, I, and I didn't go to college. Yeah, he... But they, don't, they don't know that. He must be a hillbilly from Kentucky. <laughs> but that's why, you know, look... All I'm saying is, is that there's certain looks about people that fit a racial stereotype, which is wrong. To me, AJ Lee doesn't fit any of that. I don't understand why somebody driving by would say, "Go back to where you came from." Yeah. With AJ, yeah. she doesn't fit that mold. She doesn't. No. You know, I don't get that. It's just, ah, it's just weird. Especially that, you know. Was she looking to get tweet fucked, DT? No, I honestly think that she just got so angry at what this person did that she wanted to vent about it. I I don't think she was looking to get attention or tweet fucked at all. She's obviously got a huge audience, so it was going to be a big thing. But I just, you know, sometimes you got to just look at some people and just brush it off like, wow, what a dick. You know what I mean? Like... I don't blame her for not saying it, I mean, for writing it publicly, but you get one asshole that she doesn't fit that stereotype. I would have just wrote it off as some fucking dumb motherfucker that said that. I, I, you know, but I don't think she's lying. I just confused. I don't know why somebody would do that. I'm confused too. Maybe next person who interviews her will be, what was that thing that you wrote on Twitter? Because she was very dismissive of it. And she's like, oh, I just went on to do this. That'll make the person. Look at, look at. She didn't rant and rave about it, you know, like most people do. Look at all the people I bash with the 1 800 flowers and all the other stuff, all the calls that I recorded and played for everyone. You know, when I say to the person on the phone, why don't you fucking learn fucking English or give me someone who understands English? How stupid would I sound if I said that and the other person on the other line is, hi, my name is Amy. Welcome to 1-800-Flowers. May I help you? Now, if I said, give me somebody who knows how to understand English, people would be like, the fuck are you talking about? She speaks fine. That's how I look mm-hmm. at it with the AJ situation. Okay. You know, it's just, I, I don't know why somebody would say that to her. It makes no sense. No, I, I, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's ironic that there was just another incident of someone saying something in that vein to somebody else that made the news. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, it was just, it was just weird. It was weird. But um, let's see what else is going on. Oh, 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 oh. I actually wasn't even going to segue into, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but I might as well. What's this thing that Usos are doing now? What what do they say? What's the first word that they say? Is it oh 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 oh? Anybody notice that? Oh whoa yeah, whoa, whoa whoa whoa! Well, like uh, who's that guy in uh, Joey Lawrence? Whoa! Well, you know what it sounds like to me. It almost sounds like they're doing New Day with rhymes, because New Day would be hoo 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 hoo. Even oh, yeah, they, Crime they, Time they back well. in the day, yo 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 yo. It just feels like they're being New Day, like a different variation of New Day with some rhyme to it. A little dice-ish, DT? No, you get dice? Hickory dickory dock, some chick was sucking my cock, the clock struck two, I shot my goo, I dropped the bitch off at the end of the block. I just wanted to use that. You know, I mean, uh, little boy blue, <laughs> little boy blue, he needed the money. Like, little Bo Peep, I, lost her, she, <laughs> you know, Little, uh, no, it's Little Bo Beep 
peep, fucked her sheep, you know, squeezed their balls, licked their feet. You know, oh, God. Uh, you know, the Usos aren't doing anything provocative like that. They're just <laughs> they should do dice. That would be funny. Oh, they should man. do dice and insult people like that. That would be awesome. See, there's a lot of dice that I could say, but uh, I can't say it in 2019. Yeah. I'll listen to it <laughs> in the privacy of my own home. But, uh, you know. It's like, well, it's true what Pac-Man said. Everything is recycled and tweaked from the past. That's true. Sure. I mean, but, is. you know, it just feels like. You know, a little bit very recent because New Day has been was doing that up until a, a year or two ago. I mean, they still do the Who thing, but it does feel like almost like a variation of New Day. Just my opinion. I'm not saying, and I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. I'm just pointing out it just felt that way. So, <laughs> just, just, you know, one was an old lady uh, lived in a shoe had so many kids her uterus fell. Yeah, that's that's another one that Dice did. <laughs> Yeah, no, see, Big Daddy uh, Cool, when you say it like that, you got to say it the way Dice did. Jack and Jill went up the hill, each with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with 250. Oh, oh, oh God. I sat Jesus. front row. I, I mean, honestly, to the day I die, one of the highlights of my life, sitting front row for Andrew Dice Clay, the only thing that I was begging, praying At to the garden? myself. That garden show? Yeah, yeah. You were at that garden show? I was at the garden show. I still have oh, my ticket shit. stub somewhere. Me and uh, my friend Joey, that's on my personal Facebook page. Do you um, remember what you paid for those tickets? A uh, hundred something. That's not bad. We definitely got them from scalpers, but uh, you actually do a search on my personal Facebook page. You'll actually see a conversation I have with my friend Joey about two or three years ago. We were talking about when we went to Dice, but... I just prayed to God because if anybody saw that recent picture I posted of me standing next to my Buick Regal from 1991 where yeah. I have the wife beater shirt on and I was taking cybergenics at the time, mm -hmm. I if you look at that, that looks like Jersey Shore to the, to the up-teeth degree. The, the only thing is is that I used to take um, like the mascara pen and I would try to darken my mustache to make it look like I had a darker mustache but it, for some reason it was like the if it, blonde people have like blonde pubic hair my 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 mustache looked like a blonde pubic hair oh my god so I was just praying to god that he wouldn't fucking rip on me the only thing I just took solace in is that I was with my friend and not a girl if I would have been with a, my girlfriend at the time I would have been eaten alive you know, the only way he would have ripped on us is if we thought we were, you know, uh, having a relationship. Me and my friend oh, Joey. Gotcha. So, anyway, um, not much more to get into, but before we finish, uh, Texas Podcast Massacre. Shout yeah, out good, to them. Good, good, good guys. Yeah, seriously, everyone out there, you don't know what you're missing. I'm telling you, go there. Just go down their wall and look at the different shows that they've done. It's free, and you could support them as well. Um, they have a website, TexasPodcastMassacre.com, uh, SubZeroComics.com for all your wrestling, comic book, pop culture, collectible needs. Uh, Raul Romo's House of Cards on eBay. You know, he has got tons of wrestling cards. Go check it out. He's got a couple of unique cards that you don't normally see every day. Trust me, he sent me some really, really cool ones that, Raul, as soon as I start doing video, you will see the cards on my uh, little desk over here. Um, Christ in the Toy vs. Bob O'Mac. Bob, I got to see the video. He uh, He's actually doing a mock of S Star Trek when he used to beam people up and stuff, and he actually did the transporter with my bobblehead. 
Oh, nice. You actually see the bobblehead, but you got to do it. You can't just cut the frame because you see like you're transitioning into like the transporter and then all of a sudden it disappears. Wow. You know, you remember like the bad episodes of Star Trek where somebody would just like vanish and yeah. just like pop in and be like, ah. that's what it looks like. It's a little, <laughs> you know, it's, you got to do a little bit better job, Bob. I, I'm saying it lightheartedly, but that was yeah. funny as fuck. Your Best Bargains LLC has an Amazon and an eBay store. Uh, I am a regular customer. Mike is very good people. Uh, a lot of you out there actually know who Mike is as well. And uh, Mike, again, you know, just pleasure to uh, see you not too long ago. Um, shoot the Defense, great soccer podcast, mm-hmm. and especially with the buzz of uh, USA Women winning it all. Uh, he's had some very interesting conversations about that, so go check it out. Shoot the Defense. Rocked Reviews. Uh, really cool podcast, reviewing albums, mostly rock music from yesteryear. Usually albums that you listen to now and you're like, who the fuck bought this back then? Like, just like albums that really sold that ended up being just pure garbage. Sure. Um, it's like the ECW video game. You'd be surprised how many people bought that game when it first came out, and I bought it. I have drove an hour and a half to get it. Because somebody had on reserve for me. I fucking brought it home. My body and my mind, because I was such a diehard ECW fan since 1993, it, my body forced me to like it. Like, right, you know when the Fonz used to, you couldn't say wrong. <laughs> yeah, whenever I wanted to say this game sucked, like, I'm playing, I'm like, this sucked. I would be, like Fonz, would be like, this sucked. This, this, this. <laughs> And I'm like, the fuck? Why is New Jack doing the same move? This is, is it. Uh, it sucked, though. But I, I played it for hours and hours and hours. I don't know why. I, I To this day, I don't even understand why I like that game. But that's what Rock Reviews does with music of yesteryear. Right. It's like a, uh, an album that sold well at the time, and then you go back and you're like, Why? It's true. They didn't offer like free nudes of their sister or something like that in the album, like the jacket, like some nude photos or stuff. It was just, I don't know. But uh, who, who am I leaving out? Oh, Dells, DJ Dells, Sneaker Addict. Mm-hmm. Love the fact that we're side by side on the Pro Wrestling Tea Store, by the way. So shout out to Dells. You should support them all. They are awesome people. Um, oh, Christ in the Toyverse has a podcast too. They review a lot of collectibles. And, um, you know, Bob O'Mac, like I said earlier. But, yeah, check them all out. Um, Like we said earlier, Thursday is the conference call with Vince. It's going to be very, very interesting. I am hoping, hoping that some of these investors ask specifically, what is Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff going to be doing? How much authority will they have? You know, I hope somebody brings up about the just the – the terrible format of not wanting, you know, people to miss wrestling as it goes to commercial. I'm raw. Yeah. They killed them. What, I mean, we've had this now for a little over a month. I mean, what's your overall take on Because I actually have had a few people tweet me and say, you know what? I actually like the fact it's like nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Like, you know, like when Miz comes out for his promo, it's like, all right, you know, we'll hear his music. And as he's walking to the ring, we'll go to a break. So this way, when we're back from break, you know, we don't have to see people walking down the ring, you know. But overall, what do you think of this format they've been doing? 
uh, tonight I thought it was okay. It wasn't as irritating tonight. I know it gets some people are not liking it. Other people, I, I over the years I never really noticed it until people started complaining about it and talking about it. I just commercials came when they came and and things happened when they happened. I, I you know I was more kind of focused on the product uh, than when they came back. But I now it's so much more noticeable. I thought the show flowed better tonight with that. I thought it was okay. I'm not again. Um, I didn't really think much about it. Still started becoming a topic on a lot of podcasts, including yeah. ours, of course. Yeah, I'm um, Ben. You don't have to own that much stock. I actually had the opportunity to take part in conference calls way back when when I owned the stock. I just never did. I right. yeah, I just never did. I mean, you know, they would tell you you call this number, you type in a code, you wait on like this hold, and then you know they would. You know, that's how they would do it. Then you would hear the person talk and go to another one. And some people that had the technology at the time would, you know, be lucky enough to record some of the audio. But as you hear, you know, in a lot of these conference calls, the audio quality is piss poor because it's over a telephone line. Yeah. Um, as far as the format, I think the biggest problem is is all of these two out of three falls matches. Yeah. That's, and uh, and two of the falls happen with, in less than 90 seconds. You get, you know, disqualifications and then restarts for no reason. The worst one was because Gallows and Anderson are ringside with AJ Styles a couple of weeks ago. Like, they stop the match, they go to a commercial break, and then it's a restart. It's like it just didn't make sense. I just don't like these i'd rather have commercial breaks than interruptions in matches you know you look back on it i mean come on when we look at wrestling results from 10 20 years ago and you see a match that looks a little bit interesting on paper then you look at the match time and it says 41 minutes chances are it was probably you know a classic i mean yeah. you would have i mean rick flair was notorious for the one hour broadways um, I'm actually covering this week a match that Antonio Inoki had with Backlund in 78 that was arguably match of the equality, but because no. almost nobody in the state saw it, um, it didn't get much attention. But the magazines picked up on it. It went an hour. And people that were there to this day that w saw it, mostly Japanese writers, they say you would not believe how beautiful Backlund and Inoki were flow with each other in the ring. They've had some matches since, but the point is now you, you go back and you look at a match result between Inoki and Backlund and you see two out of three falls and you see the first fall uh, 48 seconds and the second fall a minute 21. You know what I mean? It's like, alright, you know, what bullshit finish was this? You know, exactly, chicken yeah. wing right away? It's just, that's the problem I'm having with it. You see, you know, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles today. It had all, you know, the you know, the ingredients that, okay, for everybody that's not into the nostalgia tonight, at least they're giving you a nice top quality. Seth Rollins, not too long ago, fucking wrestled in almost an entire episode of Raw that they kept telling us about for 18 months. Now yeah. you can't even do that. If he wrestled fucking an hour and a half on Raw, it would be 19 matches because they would they would not let the match continue during commercial breaks. So sure. that's the problem I have with it more than anything. Okay. So um, there's some reports 
online, Meltzer and others saying that WWE's Raw tickets and SmackDown in the Garden, September 9th and 10th, are not selling all that well. Um, a lot of websites went with it. I noticed not one website actually bought it to go on Ticketmaster's website to look at the tickets that are available. Um, the tickets are going decent. I looked at it to see what's remaining. The problem is, is that, just to give people an idea, for Raw, I didn't check SmackDown, but for Raw on September 9th, if you want ringside tickets, this is not even scalpers, this is Ticketmaster. The tickets range at ringside between $550 and $2,200 a piece. Yeah. Now, you look on Ticketmaster's website, you see first rows still available and a boatload of ringside tickets still available. I don't necessarily put that, that, oh, the product is so bad, they don't even want to go to the garden. You know, you can't compare it to AEW or G1 or Ring of Honor because they weren't charging that, those type of prices. You know, people immediately like, oh, look how fast AEW sold out. Well, look at the ticket prices. Ring, uh, Raw is 2200 for for first row or 1100 for first right. to second row. What was Ring of Honor? Three hundred, maybe four hundred. Yeah. You know, it's just when who wants to bang out two thousand dollars a piece for for a raw, a piece. You could buy a yeah. used car with that. That's true. So you know that I think that's the number one problem with WWE. They have some of these sick prices that you know. Even put it this way: the fact that they're available on Ticketmaster and scalpers won't even buy it for that price. They know they ain't getting that money on a resale. Nice, if true. they if scalpers thought they could make money on that, they would buy the tickets for twenty two hundred and then put it on a scalper site for twenty five hundred. So the fact that Ticketmaster still has them shows you that nobody thinks that uh, it, they're worth that kind of price. I don't think they're worth that kind of money. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, my uh, Mambo Mike said the Impact tapings their front row was sixty bucks. Oh, really? That's it. Just think about that. If Impact wrestling had a taping once a week and you can buy front row for 60 bucks a pop that would be 240 dollars a month once a week you 10 months is 2400 you would be able to go every single week for an impact for nine and a half months front row compared to one episode of raw what would you take you know, impact. Yeah, I would take impact in a second. Um, also, WWE canceled uh, a live event for the second time. Um, it was supposed to take place in Arkansas at the Four States Fair and Rodeo. So, uh, second time it was canceled because of poor ticket sales. I probably, if I was WWE, wouldn't want to do a show at a rodeo. Uh, no. You know. Unless they have our truth going like the you know like the pit with the bulls, like it'll look like Star Crazy or Richard yeah, something Pryor. something comedic, yeah, something comedic like yeah. that. So anyway, um, anything else you want to cover before we go? Uh, I think we pretty much hit up on uh, all the stuff. Bob, did we really mention it? Because uh, people are bitching Bray Wyatt didn't get much of a reaction tonight. It, I the cra- I think it depends on the crowd. I'm not gonna you know I thought to you know get all. Uh, last week was a better reaction. It was a better town. It was a better area. It was Long Island, you know. So I, I don't take much of it. 
you know, and I think tonight everyone was there to see the nostalgia acts. Uh, you know, if Seth or Bray or whatever, the new generation guys got a rub from anything. Listen, he even interacted with Mick Foley putting the uh, putting the mandible claw on him. We talked about that. That's not his finisher, but we didn't talk about the reaction that he got, DT, uh, which was not mm, – the crowd wasn't – yeah, I expected – I would have liked a bigger pop from too when the lights came on. It was kind of tepid. But it was a tepid well, reaction for Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, too. Well, I look at it like this. Sometimes when someone does something that is somewhat shocking, yeah. it doesn't mean you boo or cheer at it. And it would have been a little confusing to cheer Mick Foley getting choked out. Uh, it would have been confusing for people to boo uh, Bray Wyatt choking out Foley because people are excited for the Bray Wyatt character. I yeah. think people were watching it maybe a little bit confused, maybe thinking that, you know, like Balor or somebody was going to come out. You know, it, plus, you know, when you have the camera almost completely black and then you're putting the mandible claw on Foley and the cameras then go to black again and you only see a, like the silhouette of it, um, you really can't see the crowd in the background animated. And when the lights are out, you know, and you, you're focused on in the ring, you know, people are more watching it. I, I did not see anything wrong with the reaction towards Bray Wyatt tonight at all. Um, I want to see where it goes from here. Um, again, if you just look at the storyline, why wouldn't Finn Balor be there today? Now, I understand if there was a house show tonight, that would make sense because, you know, a lot of people were saying, too, hey, how come Randy Orton wasn't there? Hey, how come this person wasn't there? Well, if WWE, I don't know if WWE had a house show tonight, but if they did, there's an easy explanation for it. Um, but I, I didn't see anything wrong with the Bray Wyatt thing tonight. I just, just think people were more confused than anything because he did that to Foley. Plus, they were confused. Why was he doing a mandible claw? I mean, we know the reason why, but... Um, yeah. You know what? Actually, you know, I do want to say one more thing before we go. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people thought that Rikishi would have done the sting face. I don't think so in this day and age. No. Um, I thought we would at least we're going to get the two cool dance with the Usos, which would have been pretty cool. Uh, and I did yeah, enjoy I Cena. Um, you know, I I think it was a week ago we said this. Absence makes absence makes the heart makes grow the heart fonder, mm -hmm. and that's what's happened with Cena. I mean, we yeah. said it in the past, and you got a great example of that tonight. You know, Cena in small doses is you know tolerable for everybody, and they do miss the guy because you know he is entertaining, and I truly believe that run that he had with the U.S. title really, really changed things for him. Because yeah. the matches he had with Owens and Zayn and Styles and others, the guy worked his ass off. So I think people really took a step back and said, you know what? You know, the guy's not just fucking, you know, the fireman's takedown, whatever that fucking move is and everything. I think it, I, 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 was, I was glad to see him back today. Yeah, no, I agree. So... All right, I think we're done. We yeah. pretty much finished the time we planned on doing it. So uh, I will definitely talk to you on Thursday for Castle Chronicles. Yeah, and tomorrow night, of course, is you and Mesh. Yeah, we're going to do intro. Breakfast Soup Live. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. 
And uh, as always, everyone, Wrestling Soup, uh, they are on Thursday nights, 9.15 p.m. Eastern. They have a patron with, you know, not just awesome content, but totally different content than what we do. I'm telling you, sign up for us, sign up for them. You will get so much content, you will not be able to hear it all in one week. Absolutely. So, all right, guys. All right, Thanks, I'll DT. talk to you later Thanks, this week. Mish. All right. Bye. Later. Bye. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, follow me on Twitter at DonTonyD, the website DonTony.com. Email. Did anybody check to see if Becky was getting the what chance tonight? I don't think anybody answered that. I'm not saying that I heard them. I thought I did. I wasn't paying complete attention to it, but I was just curious if she was getting the what chance tonight. So I don't know. But anyway, uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's Ben is saying he didn't hear it. I'm not saying that they did. I was just curious if the fans, because I know there was, you know, her reaction was mild. And usually if you have a mild reaction, an extended promo, sometimes it leads to what chance. So, uh, but hey, look, overall, I, I really like the show tonight. Nostalgia should never be taken as, you know, regular weekly episode. Um, it was what it was. I, I enjoyed it. There's going to be a lot of people that we saw tonight. Um, and I hate to say this, and I don't mean to sound sad about it, but let's be honest. There are some people that you saw tonight that you will never see in a WWE ring again. There are some people you saw tonight that may not be with us all that much longer. There are some people... Let me also say this. Yes, Flair will be back. Yes, Nash and Hall will be back. Yes, Shawn Michaels. Yes, Boogeyman, Halloween. Yes, you, you'll, you'll see a lot of people back. The difference with tonight is that you're not going to see them all back at the same time. And there are some people tonight that saw faces they haven't seen in a while that I'm sure they will see again in the future, but they will not see everybody together. And that's the one thing. Um, you know, the, the Street Profits tonight... You know, doing what we've been saying they've been doing the last couple of weeks. You know, getting acclimated with the WWE audience. Uh, the WWE seems audience seems to enjoy them. And, um, you know, they, not doing too much. And I think that's the right way to go about it. So, all right, everyone. Uh, we'll pick up this conversation tomorrow night on Breakfast Soup Live. Mish and I will be on our Patreon Discord channel you want to sign up to the patreon again it's patreon.com slash don tony if you sign up you could get access to the show tomorrow wednesday thursday friday all that good shit so for those listening live stay tuned got some more audio for you for everyone else in the download thank you for the support as always we will be back in one week um i will be taking off uh i don't know which monday it's going to be coming up soon i got to talk to kev to see when he wants to take a monday off because every couple of months we definitely want to take a, a monday off just to recharge batteries and also you know uh not talking for a couple of days sometimes is good because it stores up uh, a lot of energy and lets you think over things that you could vent on a little bit later so it's not as easy as you think to do a show literally 45 seconds after a show goes off the air. We literally start now at 11 p.m. immediately after Raw. We don't get time to like think about it, see some reaction, let things absorb, 
question this, react to this. And uh, Jadis, thank you. 954 Noise, thank you for those photos on uh, Discord. Pretty cool. So, all right, everyone. I'm out of here. I'm starting to ramble. I will talk to you all soon. Ciao. Support the Don, Tony, and Kevin Castle Show on Patreon. Get access to thousands of hours of back episodes. Get bonus episodes and exclusive shows. Castle Chronicles. Breakfast Soup. Pay-per-view recaps. DVDs. Miracuzzi. Tattoos. And more. Support the show that's entertained millions for over 16 years. Patreon.com slash Don Tony. Once again, Patreon.com slash Don Tony. Bet Saratoga this summer with Naira Bets, the official betting partner of Saratoga Racecourse. New customers that sign up today receive a bonus match on their first deposit up to $200 with promo code SPA. Go to nyrabets.com for details and sign up today. I'm enrolling in Medicare soon, and it had me a little confused. Then I found myhealthpolicy.com. With MyHealthPolicy.com, I could go online and compare Medicare Advantage plans from some top-rated national insurers, including $0 monthly premium plans. I could learn about plans in my area and talk with a licensed insurance agent if needed. MyHealthPolicy.com has made doing my research a whole lot easier. My choice. My Medicare. MyHealthPolicy.com. New to Medicare? Start now. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about some of the top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. If you're thinking about a Medicare Advantage plan, MyHealthPolicy.com is a great place to go to find a plan that meets your needs. Learn more about your options. Even talk with a licensed insurance agent. MyHealthPolicy.com.